You're listening to our series called Radiance, a practical study on the seven churches of Revelation. Today's reading comes from Psalm 139. You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me, your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me, and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. If only you, God, would slay the wicked. Away from me, you who are bloodthirsty. They speak of you with evil intent. Your adversaries misuse your name. Do I not hate those who hate you, Lord, and abhor those who are in rebellion against you? I have nothing but hatred for them. I count them my enemies. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Here's Justin Hibbard with today's lesson called The God Who Sees, Part 1 on the Church of Thyatira. In an age where corporations gather information about you or the government pushes its constitutional limits in regards to surveillance, you've probably heard the phrase Big Brother. As you may know, Big Brother is the dictator in George Orwell's book in 1984, which was first published in 1949. It's interesting to note that George Orwell wanted his epitaph to say, I told you so. Even though 1984 might have been a bit premature for his prediction, he surely was a social prophet. So is that what God is like? Is he like Big Brother? I think a lot of people grow up with that perception of God, something like Santa Claus who knows if we've been naughty or nice. When John describes Jesus as having eyes of fire, we ought to take great comfort rather than immediately feeling like there's some enigmatic dictator participating in a voyeuristic exercise of control via surveillance. Here's why. First, God is personal. Think about all the Christians and all the churches. There are too many to count. God sees each of us. He knows each of us intimately. Last Christmas, a couple of malls were piloting a technology that would track people's shopping patterns by tracking their cell phones. That's powerful information in the hands of corporations and marketing, and it may tell them about you. But to them, your worth is what they can get out of you. Jesus knows you more intimately. He knows you, what's below the surface. That's what he values. Have you noticed that on Facebook your ads are tailored to you and your interests? The information you post in your profile, the places you geotag in your pictures and status updates, what you write on yours and your friends' timelines are all keywords that are used to match you with appropriate ads. Doing this activity for Facebook's 800 million users is just too daunting for human beings. Instead, they rely on computerized logarithms. I can hear George Orwell screaming, I told you so! 
God is much more personal than a logarithm. He's no computer. Logarithms can only measure what's on the surface God sees at the heart. Yes, he can see the stuff that we ought not to be doing, but when we think of God, we would be wise to think of him less like a hidden camera and more like a personal friend. He's not watching you, waiting for you to screw up. He's gazing at you like a beloved gazes at his lover. He pays attention to you like a father watching his child play soccer. Secondly, in having eyes of fire, God demonstrates his just nature. Sometimes we think that God doesn't care. We see the chaos erupting around us. We loathe the injustice in the world. And so often it seems like God does nothing. I imagine as some of these churches, especially Smyrna, they wondered if God even knew what was going on. He reassures them like he does with all of these churches with two simple yet profound words. I know. He knows that Smyrna is poor and persecuted. He knows that Thyatira is doing and increasing in great works. He knows that some of the people are enslaved in sin and have unrepentant hearts, but he also knows that some have resisted the temptation. There will come a time for God's judgment. It will be a frightful day when the world realizes that there is a God who sees everything and investigates each of our hearts. But for those of us who walk with the Lord, let's take these words as a great comfort for our lives. God sees us. He sees our situation. He knows what we're going through. He knows the injustice that we wrestle with. And he knows our deepest secrets. Some are afraid of that type of knowledge. Others reiterate David's prayer of Psalm 139. God knows us better than ourselves. He can see our heart even when we've convinced ourselves of lies. Like David, we can pray, God, show me where I'm falling short because my desire is to become like you. The idea of radiance is simple. We at New Hope Chapel want to be a relevant Relevant, church. But more important than being relevant to the world, we want to be relevant to Jesus. Jesus. We believe God still speaks and his word is still relevant to us. His message to the seven churches in Revelation has a historical context, but their lessons are eternal. So we're engaging with God through his word and through prayer and saying, God, what is it that you want from our church? If we seek God's face, we know he's going to speak to us, and we will radiate with the glory of God. Join us on this journey as our pastor, Justin Hibbard, leads us in building a church after God's own heart. New Hope Chapel is a ministry in Arnold, Maryland. You can find out more about our church at newhopechapel.org. Special thanks to the least of these for the music for this podcast.